Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right, welcome back. Uh, You're listening to Richmond's Morning News, uh, hosted by John Reed, although this is not John Reed. This is uh, Jim Hobgood in the chair today, uh, sitting in for John, uh, who will be back Monday. But uh, fortunately, he's on the phone with us right now uh, from Germany. John, you finally made it. Well, when you say I'm going to be back on Monday, that's a big hope. I think it's going to work out, but I got to. We fly out uh, back to the United States on Saturday, so hopefully there's a little bit of cushion there if things go wrong, if there's another snowstorm. But yeah, we got in uh, to Germany yesterday, finally, and got into Innsbruck, Austria last night and had a little bit of time to kind of wander around the town, which was, you know, just beautiful, like anything you would expect out of the the tourist brochure or a postcard, everything is quite lovely. And it was just cold enough to let you know that you're in uh, this part of the world in the wintertime. And I'm calling you back in Germany today from Oberammergau, which is where they have that wonderful passion play every 10 years uh, since, I guess, the 6th century when the, the people of the of the little town were being wiped out by the Black Plague and they pray to God, if you'll spare us complete devastation, we promise we'll do a passion play every decade. And they have kept to that promise and continue to today. And of course, it's a huge tourist attraction now. So as soon as I get off the phone with you, I'm going to have lunch in this neat little uh, village hotel restaurant and then wander around this town. And, um, and then with with the delays, this trip is almost over. <laughs> but at least I got to come over and see a couple of things. You know, you didn't have to unpack your bags. You know, you just uh, keep them packed for the return trip. Now, uh, what's, right, it what's came close. The, I think you indicated you flew into Munich. Uh, you went to Innsbruck, Austria. How? What's the distance between those two spots? It's about two hours by car, and. You could tell that they had really gotten socked with some significant snow. And I think, you know, just like when snow hits Richmond, you may not have two or three feet of snow, but the ice really makes it a mess. And so my understanding is for about 24, 36, maybe 48 hours, they just didn't even have employees to come to the airport. You know, the immigration people, the the flight crews were had hotel rooms, but everybody else was sleeping on the floor in the hotel, I mean, in the airport. So I think it was really um, a difficult 
24, 48 hours for them after they got hit with this snow and ice. The, the upside is everything looks beautiful. You know, once the storm went away, <laughs> you, uh, you know, these little villages all look like something you would see on a Hallmark greeting card from say, it's Courier a, and Ives from years ago. Yeah. Postcard, uh, Hallmark uh, Christmas movie. <laughs> hey, you know, I was thinking the other day about Munich and obviously October 7th and the Hamas attack in, in Israel. Obviously, yeah. a lot of this began back in 1972, uh, sort of prior to your day or anything you remember. But the Olympics in 72, where the uh, terrorists uh, killed and took hostage uh, many of the Israeli Olympic teams. So this uh, situation that's occurring as we speak over in Gaza and the Middle East is is not new. It's been going on for a while. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up, Jim, because I've been reading the news coverage. And, of course, social media is just churning with uh, disgust at at Israel for some reason. And I, I, I see a lot of that from younger people who I don't think have a historical perspective of the constant um, terrorism, death, destruction that has been a part of this conflict for uh, 50 plus years. And so if you, if you haven't lived through that, if you don't remember Munich, if you don't remember the American hostages in Iran, if you don't remember uh, Robert Steedham, um, you know, the Navy uh, seaman who was slaughtered. If you don't remember the Jewish couple, I was the Klinghoffers who were thrown off of the Achille Loro, if I remember correctly, and had their throats cut and uh, murdered. Leon Klinghoffer, I think, was the was the Jewish guy who was in the wheelchair, if I remember correctly, and right. they killed him and throw him off the boat. I mean, all of those things I have lived through, which has kind of hardened me where when someone tells me that Israel is filling the tunnels with seawater, my reaction is, well, that seems probably very appropriate. If you've got to get rid of the terrorists, what are you going to do? Sit down and send them a letter and have somebody from the United Nations come and talk to them and ask them not to rape women and, and, and cut the heads off babies. I just, I mean, at some point, good people have to do some horrible things to stop the more evil people from continuing their their slaughter. And I don't think anybody owes an apology or real explanation for that. No, but if the you Israelis, haven't been paying attention, you don't know. You don't know that. I was going to say, the Israelis have a responsibility to try to limit casualties of their own troops as well. So they, that they, is right. they have yep. to put together a strategy that uh, best serves that purpose as well. Dan has a question to you uh, <laughs> regarding a, a court action here in Henrico <laughs> yesterday. That's right. Yeah, oh, Batman, hey, Dan. this is Robin. <laughs> Uh, on a on a lighter but uh, nonetheless troubling subject uh, i'm guessing that folks here in the family hour as we call the the 6 a.m hour here on on, uh, richmond's morning news are familiar with the jimmy lee jarvis story and case but the news out of henrico yesterday is that at the latest court appearance court hearing for him the the case was continued uh, i guess as we understand until next month and this yeah. this affected you because you were one of the people essentially threatened by the the Twitter slash X message that Jimmy Lee Jarvis posted a couple months ago. So I wanted to get your thoughts on on the continuance. I certainly know what Shannon Dillon has to say, but I'm, I'm curious to, to know what you have to say at this point. Well, too. The, con- 
the continue, you know, for people who are just catching up, I mean, this is the guy who was accused of posting, uh, I'm on the way to the Andy No speech, which my group, the Virginia Council, sponsored, and I was one of the speakers that night. And he had a box uh, of dynamite meme of sorts that said dynamite. So he's now saying that was all a joke. And one of the, you know, I was following that uh, on my phone yesterday while I was here because I, I, I don't, I don't buy the idea that this was just a joke. I think he and his friends, his leftist friends, who some of whom I'm told are associated with Antifa. I don't know how you prove that, um, that they were very actively, calling the different venues trying to get the speech canceled so it would be one thing if you were just an outsider who didn't really have an axe to grind and you put up something stupid on twitter and then you realized oh my gosh it across the line but i think this guy and i hope this will actually be articulated in court i think there's a way to show that this guy was actively involved in trying to have the speech canceled sure. fully both the Commonwealth Club downtown and the Weston Hotel bully the volunteers, many of whom are, you know, senior citizens who are trying to, you know, save the state of Virginia as a part of the Virginia Council and terrorize them with with threats of violence. And so to act like this is just Roadrunner and Bugs Bunny kind of uh, joking, I think, is really disingenuous. So I was glad that it was carried over. Because I had debated, I wanted to see how this would go. I had debated whether to send a victim, a victim statement. statement. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I'm not a litigious guy. I don't like winding up in court. I don't, I don't, I'm, I don't like this situation. But I have to stand up for people and their free speech rights, my own free speech rights, my own organization. And I'm hoping, you know, we had a board of supervisors in Henrico who, some of whom don't like conservatives, I'm sure they didn't like Andy, no, um, but they acknowledge this is a free speech issue. We have to try to make it possible for for people to stand behind a podium and articulate themselves, and I'm hoping that the Henrico Prosecutor's Office, when push comes to shove, is going to stand up for those free speech rights, too, because you can't have adults making these types of quote-unquote right. jokes which really aren't jokes sure, no and, and with karen they wind uh, up and, creating drama yeah yeah with karen and shannon on yesterday for one of the segments they were talking about the fact that if a juvenile made some sort of a threat like this against the school it would be automatic expulsion detention uh, not just detention after school hours in a classroom but detention in a jail <laughs> and so the idea that we wouldn't uh, i guess administer at least similar, if not uh, punishment that is exceeding that for an adult is, is hypocritical. Yeah, I think um, I want to be fair. I think it's important to be fair. But I, uh, as objective as I can be as one of the parties who was impacted by it and looking at his history and what I am told about his engagement and a lot of um, questionable activities previously, uh, I think it's got to be fully adjudicated before an a, a, a open-minded judge. And I do think we've got to hold adults accountable for their behavior. I mean, I'm, hey John, I try to be uh, very careful about what I say on the radio. And so I would expect that somebody who's involved in Democrat politics in the city of Richmond would 
exercise some discretion about what what he says and posts on on social media. Well, you know the drill. We got to run, but uh, you enjoy your lunch, and we we hope your trip <laughs> we hope your trip home is uh, smooth and safe and uh, uncomplicated. <laughs> And look forward to uh, hearing you, you uh, on Monday morning back here on uh, WRVA. But thanks so much for taking a few minutes to join us this morning. Thank you, guys. Talk to you later. Absolutely. John Reed, the host of Richmond's Morning News. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.